Here we are, Season 1, Episode 1. In today's episode, we're traveling all the way to Ruwa, Zimbabwe, in Africa. What are we going to talk about? You're just going to have to find out. Some really weird stuff, some stuff in the sky, some stuff on the ground. Uh Uh-oh. Who's that? What's that? Uh Uh-oh. Guess you're just going to have to find out. I know. I've got you so excited right now. You're hanging on a thread. Get ready. Welcome to episode one of I'm Scared, But I Like It. Oh my god, guys. Welcome to the first episode. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, we're so excited right now. Welcome. Welcome to the show, which is called... I'm scared, but I like it. I thought you were going to say it with me, so I was saying... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm scared, but I like it. Let's try it again. Okay, Okay, let's try it again. I'd rather not. Oh, okay. Well, here it goes anyway. Welcome to I'm Scared. I'm Scared, but, but I like I it. I like it. Wow, that was pretty bad. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. That's okay. Keep that in there. That'll be good. Yeah. That's okay. Good. Well, welcome, everyone. Um, if you listen to our introduction episode, thank you for coming back, period. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we do appreciate that. Uh, we want to first shout out our thanks to our sponsors, Libby and Fern. <laughs> Uh, Libby is my cat in residence and Fern is also my god cat child <laughs> um, and she resides with Julianne on her end so and if you, you forgot if you forgot that's Chloe who's talking right now oh yes I'm Chloe I'm Julianne that's hey. true hey <laughs> as you may know from the number of episodes that we have or by this being number one. Uh, We're just starting out and we are expanding our presence across the internet. We do have an Instagram. You can find us at isbillypod, I-S-B-I-L-I. It sounds like Ikea furniture, but it actually stands for I'm scared, but I like it. Hopefully in the future, we will reclaim the full username, I'm scared, but I like it, and you'll just be able to search that. Right now, it's isbillypod. We also have a Facebook. If you search, I'm scared, but I like it, you will find us there. We have a YouTube as well. It is called I'm Scared But I Like It. If you look in the description of the show, you will find links to all of these different things. And if you feel so inclined to support us financially, check out our Ko-fi. We will link that as well. Um, If you would like to, quote unquote, buy us a coffee and help us support uh, the, the research that we do for the show. Also, we do intend to share more of our listener stories. If our listeners have interesting stories with the paranormal or the supernatural or UFOs or what have you, please feel free to email us at I'm scared, but I like it at gmail.com if you're cool with us sharing your story with everybody else. What are we talking about today? Well, that is the question. <laughs> On today's episode, we are going to discuss something very strange, something very peculiar, something that has happened in a very beautiful and interesting place. But first, before we go into that, Julianne, do you believe in the existence of UFOs? Well, (laughs) I feel like this is a multifaceted question. I guess in short, I'll say yes. Do you want a long answer or you want just the short answer? I want the answer, the true answer. The long answer. (laughs) So clearly there are unidentified flying objects. We have recordings of things that we're not 100% sure about. So in that sense, yes, I do believe. Do I believe in extraterrestrials? Yes, absolutely. I think statistically we can't deny the fact that there's other life out there somewhere. We're we're in a big place, uh, the universe. Um, when we're talking we're, about <laughs> when we're talking about UFO stories, people being abducted, 
that kind of thing. That's where I sit more on the fence and I'm a little more unsure about who is telling the truth, who is, you know, misrepresenting what they experienced intentionally or unintentionally, if you get my drift. Right, right. Okay. For me, I definitely believe that UFOs exist because it just means unidentified flying object. Yeah. Which there's a bunch of those. And especially with the government releasing that uh, video footage and admitting that there's a lot of stuff they don't know about mm-hmm. and that there are flying objects out there, that further corroborates that. So I would say, yes, I definitely believe in UFOs because uh, at this point, if you don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just a, it doesn't mean that it has to be extraterrestrial. It's just an unidentified object in the sky. Yeah. Do I believe in alien life? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Statistically, it's, to me, it's far more likely that there is other life out there in our universe. Hopefully in our own galaxy. But we don't know. Yeah, fingers (laughs) crossed. There's a lot of, you know, habitable planets with water on it that could support life potentially. So why not? To me, it's to me the statistics are just way too convincing for me. Um, do I believe that alien life has visited our planet or is currently here? I don't know. I honestly, I kind of think so, but I also think that a lot of the stories we hear could be something else, or it could be the government, mm. or you know, like. Uh-huh. There's a lot of um, speculation that these UFOs or these alien encounters, people are seeing something that looks like aliens, but it's humans dressed up as them, like experimenting or trying to uh, spread like paranoia or Mm. fear about extraterrestrials for whatever reason. And obviously there's, I don't have any evidence on that, but it is an interesting theory. So I wonder if it's a little bit of everything. I'm sure it's, yeah, a fun mix. (laughs) Yeah, and it's probably, the truth is probably something that we're not expecting, I think. Mm. And before we get into our story, one more question. When you were a child, did you have a vivid imagination? Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Like what? I mean, I was, like, the ringleader of, like, a group of neighborhood rascals, and I was in charge of (laughs) (laughs) crafting, crafting the, like, imaginary games that we would play. Um, (laughs) That's such a a, Capricorn move. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, a real-life dungeon master. Um, I don't play D&D, but... I, I'm sure I could if I wanted to with my vivid imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and your leader skills. My, yeah, my leadership <laughs> skills. <laughs> and did you ever think that you saw something strange or that you could have imagined something strange because maybe you just wanted to have fun? Oh, yeah. I would make up all sorts of spooky stories and freak myself out. Was it always just you or did you ever convince other people that they were seeing the same Ye- thing? Mm. Yeah, yes, to the latter. I remember at my elementary school, at the, like the outskirts of like the field where we had recess, there was a fence that was mostly like covered in vines and trees. And you couldn't see through it, but like there was one part where you could like peek through the fence and there was like a house. And so we, I kind of crafted some sort of whole story about this like haunted house and you know, me and my friends would crowd around this yeah. little thing hoping to spot something from the haunted house. So we were yeah. all, yeah, in on it. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, there was like this log that was uh, a strange log and it was down like this hill thing. And I always thought it was like some creepy cryptid or something. And, um, <laughs> you know, all of us would just freak ourselves out, but you know, I knew it wasn't, but I'd be like, Oh my God, it, look, it moved. And then, you know, it, it, yeah. it, it was just a yeah. log and I know it's just a log, <laughs> but okay. 
Well, thank you for sharing that. And now we travel to the country of Zimbabwe in the continent of Africa. It is bordered by Mozambique, South Africa, Botswana, and Zambia. According to Wikipedia, Zimbabwe is known for its beautiful parks, reserves, safari areas, and amazing wildlife. In the heart of Zimbabwe is the capital of Harare, a beautiful shining city. Next to this city is a place called Rua, which is where our story takes place. On September 16, 1994, almost 100 students at Ariel Primary School in Rua, Zimbabwe, saw something that they'll never forget. During a break, the kids were out on the playground hanging out, and the teachers were inside having a meeting. And everything was normal until the teachers started to notice strange noise coming from the playground. It just seemed louder and more chaotic than usual. So the teachers make their way outside to find the students in a frenzy, freaking out, screaming, scared. And so the teachers call them back in immediately. And when they sit them down, they ask, what happened? What did you all see? And as some were shocked with silence, some of them said, we saw a UFO. We saw something shiny in the trees. There was something in the trees. There were people in the trees. And so the next day, the teachers had all the students from each grade draw what they saw. And Julian, this is where I want to show you what they drew. These are the actual drawings? This is one of them. Okay. Uh, Julianne, can you describe what you see in this one? That is certainly a gray alien standing next to some sort of saucery UFO. Or it, it literally just looks like <laughs> a tray with like a lid over it, like when you get breakfast in bed. <laughs> 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 or, you know, what? it kind of looks like the bell that you hit oh, yeah. ding, on like the counter. It's like, ding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. Okay. Um, I think those are supposed to be trees. That's correct. They look those like are trees. Spoons. Um, wow. Brutal. <laughs> wow. Sorry, kids. <laughs> um, and that, yeah, that's certainly a saucer UFO standing on two little leggies um, sitting in between the trees. Okay. What about what this one? one? Yeah. That is the same saucer UFO in the trees and that's there's some sort of figure in front of it. Mm-hmm. Can't tell if that's meant to be like a self-portrait admiring the UFO or if it's an alien. Right. Unclear. Shadowy figure, I'll say. Okay, and here's some of the same drawings but a few more. It looks like some more saucers. We got more saucers. We got more weirdos. Weird little people. Whoop. Oh, don't look at that. That's a different one. Don't look that's, at that. Okay. Don't look at that. That's for later. Wait, <laughs> okay, that's a secret. I didn't see anything. Good. So would you say that, and there's way more drawings. Those were just a few. But all of the, most if not all of the drawings had the same uh, commonalities. The first being a spacecraft surrounded by trees. Mm-hmm. The second being uh, beans or some type of creature or humanoid in spacesuits, or I wouldn't say spacesuits, in black suits. And the third being many lights being towards the bottom of the craft. And so, Julianne, what do you think about this? I have a question. Yeah. So were, were the kids all separated when they were doing these drawings? Or were they, like, sitting in a room? Because, I, I mean, when I was in school, I was looking at other kids' papers. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I thought I was very sneaky. It was but. it was every class. So, um, yes, they were in their classes, but it was from different grades as well. Okay. And they okay. all drew this on the same day after this that event. interesting. Yes. And so now I want to segue into a clip of the kids being interviewed about what they saw. There's been a UFO alert across southern Africa. 
This is a continuation of possible UFO story. A large, brightly coloured object was seen travelling very fast above Zimbabwe, Zambia and South Africa. Three countries. And he had big eyes. Several planes saw it. The experts are baffled. Rua, Ariel School, 19th September, 94, 12-12, local time. Could you tell me what you saw on, on Friday? Well, it looked like it was, like, glinting in the trees. Like, it looked, like, roundabout, like a... like a disc, like a round... Are you sure yeah. it wasn't a, a Harrier jump jet or no, something that the Zimbabwe it, Air Force had got? It was like in a, in a disc. Kind of like that. I saw something silver on the ground amongst the trees and a person in black. They had big black eyes. That's all I saw. I saw a glimpse. They kind of turned around and stayed and then went back into a kind of like ship. I saw this, this silver thing in, in amongst this clump of, of trees with this one thing sitting on, on the side and another thing sort of like running up and down the, the top. What does he look like? His, his face was like this and his eyes were down here. Well, Mr. Mackey, you're headmaster of Ariel School. Tell me, what, what, what do you think of all this? Um, I feel sure that the children feel that they did see something. We asked them to draw pictures of what they saw on Friday. And um, after looking at those, I definitely feel that they did see something. What do you think that was? I agree that it could be something that we um, are not common with. Um, but to actually say that it was a UFO, I would be uh, reluctant to make a decision like that. Diplomatic. <laughs> So this part, um, you can probably pause. This is just other people around the area um, also seeing strange things in the sky around the same time. But that's later that is in the very interesting to me. What? The fact that it was seen not just like something was seen, not just in yeah. this context. So as you can see, or here, we're going to talk about it is different. I don't know, like, and I'm somebody who never trusts children. I've taught a lot of children. <laughs> Shit. That's all I've taught savage. a lot of children. I don't, they're just, they're very fun and fancy free. And I don't know. I don't, so hearing them talk about it was very interesting to me. Okay. I well, I, I was not expecting that reaction from you. I'm very pleased with that reaction <laughs> right now. But yeah, it does make a difference from hearing about it and, you know, because my skeptical mind at first is like, oh, come on, you know. But yeah. then when you hear the interviews, you see the place, you have context. It seems like they're telling the truth. Like they really did see something. Yeah. You know, it doesn't sound like, oh, we're just, you know, trying to play around and pull a prank. It was hundreds, it was hundreds, excuse me. I think it was like, it was less than a hundred students who saw it, but they still all saw something. And What's even more strange is that some of them that day fainted. Oh, from, that's from, odd. From flight, from fright, and also reported nightmares Okay. within the next few weeks, and also was showing signs of trauma. Wow. Right. So to me, whether they saw something extraterrestrial or not, they saw something. You know, you don't just... You know, whenever I used to play with my friends and, you know, play pretend or imagine something, I wouldn't freaking faint and have to go to the hospital, you know? I mean, it's hard. To, I mean, we have examples throughout history of people, even adults, you know, working themselves up into hysterias, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I That makes me still somewhat on the fence, but something about there was one girl who said, I only saw like a glimpse, like while he was something about that is very interesting to me because I feel like it's very childlike to be like, oh, yeah, like I saw I saw this and like he did this and that or whatever. And But like it feels more realistic that moment of like, 
I can only I can only catch it for a second, but I think I saw this. I don't know that that girl I trust. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, she seems legit. <laughs> <laughs> but fainting is weird. Fainting is strange. Nightmares is less weird to me because I can freak. I mean, I can freak myself out now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. so children freaking themselves out isn't that weird to me, but trauma and fainting is interesting yes and when they were being interviewed by a researcher cynthia hines who came to the school she's a ufo enthusiast and she came to the school and uh, sat down with all the students interviewed them and i will play a clip for that for you in a moment but the kids expressed that they were sad and upset that their parents and their teachers didn't believe them they felt like their story wasn't being believed and that was very frustrating for them and hurtful. And it just seems a little too real to me, um, all the mm -hmm. nuances of it. But I want to go ahead and play this clip for you. Um, we were playing down over there on the, um, on the log. Yeah. And then we saw something shiny, so we all ran down over there. And it was in the early morning? It was at break time. Yeah. And then we saw something shiny. And we saw two two people. They were in black, tight black suit. And they had big eyes. And a small we didn't actually see their nose, but it was quite small. And their mouth was quite small as well. One of them was running in slow motion up across the ship. And the other one was standing beside the ship. Yeah, you made a drawing, huh? It really looked like this? No, yeah, something yeah. like that. I couldn't see the eyes or the nose or the mouth. It was just blank. I want to transition now into what the children saw, like different children saw. Like out of all the interviews I've watched, out of all the things I've read, I wrote down things that they saw. Okay. So many, if not all, describe the beans that look quite the same so slit for a mouth or a very small mouth small features big slanted dark eyes and pretty much most if not all the stories also mentioned the black suit that they were wearing mm -hmm. most of the stories mention um, one bean standing on top of the ship and a lot of those drawings too that i've that i've seen yeah. during all this research there is one on top and then there's one on the side or in the front of it one kid said that the beans look confused one said that they had hair but that seems to be the only one of the only reports that mentioned hair so i'm not really sure what yeah, that means now i have questions about the suit like is it just on the body does it wrap around the head what's going no. on with the suit so they said that it's a tight suit, a tight black suit, and I think it ends at the neck. Okay. Yeah. They said it was so shiny that they thought it was like just a glass house somehow that they never noticed that was just glinting in the sunlight. But when it moved, they realized, oh my God, that's not a house. That looks like a metallic form, you know, like a, like a saucer or some of them described the the craft itself as like a cigar or cigarette shape. Oh, okay. Which is a common shape mm -hmm. uh, in UFO. Ufology. Theory. Ufology. <laughs> so based on all of the reports, their height, the height of the aliens would be, or the beans, excuse me. I just assumed they were aliens. Um, or Please about don't label them. Three, yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> three and a half to four feet tall around that. I'm okay. not really sure how they calculated that, but that seems to be. How the, tall are children? They like four feet? Yeah, I think they're four? about three to four feet. Two to four feet. Okay. So maybe same. But they've, they saw this thing at a distance, so I'm yeah. not really sure how much yeah, that checks you, out. How would you know, kids? <laughs> Come on. Most of them say that they were very skinny. Another couple peculiar things about this story is that during the time of the event uh, within that week, other people in the area reported seeing red and orange lights in the sky. 
That's fucked up. That's crazy. Right. And so this adds an interesting layer to the story because it's not just an isolated incident that maybe um, kids just pretended about. There's other witnesses, although the kids didn't see red and orange lights per se or balls of unidentifiedness, (laughs) I suppose you could say. Um, It is strange that there was a pickup in UFO sightings at the time. And granted, maybe there was a kid who heard about these UFO sightings. And then when they saw it at school, they were like, oh, is that a UFO? Is that what a UFO looks like? What am I looking at? And then maybe it just turned out to be one or maybe they all freaked out. But we'll get into that in a minute. And the second weird thing is that some of the kids, not all of them, but some of them reported hearing in their mind's ear i suppose telepathically um hearing messages that felt foreign to them like wait the kid the kids who saw the thing yeah and when they were witnessing this event they recall receiving telepathic messages about technology and about the earth and how we need to be more careful with our technology and we need to stop abusing it and we need to take care of our planet because we're destroying it. Interesting. Interesting. And it's strange that like kids would come up with such a sophisticated thing to say. Yeah. I'm like, are they all young activists? Like, <laughs> I don't think they are. the greatest. Like, I think they were literally just moment of 1994. Yeah, I think they were just, at recess and just wanted to have a break from class and then they saw this thing that they can't explain and then some of them received these strange messages about technology and to me that sounds very difficult to make up on the spot for children at least now i have so many (laughs) i have so many questions right and so have you ever seen the show expedition unknown with josh gates no never on the travel channel no or it might be discovery now sorry but anyway shout out to josh gates i love that show um destination truth uh, for life um um people who know know i'm not people who know oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) well too bad for you (laughs) it's a great Mm. show and josh is awesome anyway so he did a special a couple years back um, called Expedition Unknown Hunt for Extraterrestrials. And he investigated a lot of stuff, interviewed a lot of people um, in different countries. And one of the places he stopped was Ruwa, Zimbabwe. And he actually went to Ariel Primary School to interview some of the students that grew up. Right. So I think they they should be in like their 30s now or. Yes, that's what that's something I want to know. I'm like, where are these people now? What do they have to say for themselves? Right. Okay. so we're going to go into that a little bit. So they sat around in a circle with Josh and, you know, the interview starts with, okay, what can you guys tell me about that day? What do you remember? And that they said they were, you know, out playing and then someone pointed and said, what's that? And they looked over Um, One of them actually saw three orbs shoot off in another direction before the main craft landed between the trees, which would (laughs) connect with the other orbs, right, that people were seeing at the time. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And so they described the craft as long and flat and having slanted sides. So slanted on the side, Um, kind of like a like a dish covering, like you mentioned. Yeah. (laughs) And they were talking about how it had a strip of lights and um, some say that they were blinking off and on. And then they see a humanoid uh, with short arms and short legs appear on top of the craft. The eyes are dark and shiny and long and slanted. The nose is very small. The mouth seems like a slit. And they said it, they recall it feeling like it was 20 minutes, like they were just standing there forever looking at this thing that it lasted forever but in reality it was just a few minutes 
We hear that a lot. We hear that a lot with UFO stories. Right. Or abduction stories about a a loss or distortion of time. Uh So I thought that detail was very compelling. Interesting. This is very interesting to me. And I was originally, I wasn't in any camp, right? I'm not committing to any answer or anything, but I, you know, as you said with your story about the log, you know, like you fuck around, you make up some shit, it's fun and games, but you, like, you know that you're making up shit or you're like turning something into a bigger story than it is, right? And you're able to reflect on that as an adult and acknowledge that. So it's very interesting to me that these adults, you know, if, if they were like, okay, yeah, like in our curriculum, we were talking about how, about technology and how it's harming the planet and we became activists and we didn't act, we didn't really see UFO guys. Like it just kind of got out of hand. We, it was just fun to think about, you know, you, they would say something like that because why, like what reason would they have to be committed to the bit at this point right so now exactly i'm i'm not so much in the camp of kids making up shit because kids are little shitheads who love to just do whatever the fuck i'm more (laughs) i'm more in the camp of like i think these people saw something well why right and so why would these full-grown adults go on national tv to talk about this or be interviewed at all. And by the way, during the interview, they looked very uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. this was very difficult for them, but they, you know, they fear and deal with judgment and condemnation and being called a liar, being looked yeah. at as crazy. Why would anyone want to come out and do this? Yeah. Some people I think out there want like the attention. It would be easier to say, yeah, it was a prank. And I think they do to a lot of people because they just, who's going to believe them? Yeah. Right? And actually, it's, it's funny, Josh asked one of them, um, you know, if you heard this story from someone else, would you believe them? And the guy laughed and said, no, probably not. No. <laughs> that's a good, <laughs> no, that's I a wouldn't. Good question. <laughs> right. And he's like, no, I probably wouldn't, but it did happen to us. Um, and Josh asked them in the interview, do you think at all like there's any possibility that this could have been a prank or a hoax or or faked or something and it took them a while to answer but one of the guys shook his head and said no it was just too vivid and too real you know I think at some point we have to acknowledge that we we saw aliens that's what he said um that he that yeah he they believe that it was extraterrestrial because it, it just seemed too far out of this world. See, I'm still, I'm still not outside of the camp of people fill in the blanks when they don't understand things. I'm still not outside of that camp because something that does bother me about this interview with them as adults is a blank being filled in with, oh yeah, there were these orbs that somebody else talked about. But like, we didn't hear about the orbs when they were kiddos. So it's like, are you just applying... Because people do that all the time. Like, they hear stories and they are like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. You know, whether it's unconscious or whatever. So I don't like that. But I I do think they saw something. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I don't know. Because all the stories were different. Some people were standing at different locations on the playground. And I think some of them looked towards it at different times. So I wonder if not everyone saw the same thing yeah and so to me and honestly in the interviews they could have mentioned orbs i didn't see it but i didn't i also didn't sift through everything that's true and i mean who knows fuck it there are people editing everything i'm editing this podcast people edit stuff (laughs) like there's no reason necessarily in a news story to include every single Mm -hmm. interview so we don't know for sure we don't know orbs were mentioned i retract my very angry statement (laughs) but it's just it's it's something to think about and i'm also curious i'm curious about when did you say the um you said you know other people had sightings of weirdness or whatever was that after the school thing simultaneous with on both sides before and after or what 
I believe it was before and after. Okay, that's interesting. So if it was after and like word had gotten out about like yeah a UFO was at the school, then I'm a little more skeptical. But if it's just kind of like stuff's going on, that is very interesting to me. Within that week, um, within the country, and didn't they say it was like three countries too? Like they listed several countries. Did they not? I th- I think so in that clip, but like bordering honestly, countries. Honestly, I think it gets a little convoluted at some point because apparently this kind of stuff happens in Africa. <laughs> it's not just, and we'll get into that in a sec, oh, okay. but okay. that's all I'm going to say for now. Color me intrigued. And so one detail that I thought was interesting was after, you know, the kids saw this thing, they were brought into an assembly at the school and were pretty much told like reprimanded for lying like Mm. the teachers and and staff were like you guys are lying and making this up and and that's what i meant earlier when the kids felt hurt because they weren't believed and Mm -hmm. but they were all like we saw this though this was real we're not lying to you so to me that's you know i can understand like adults trying to be the voice of reason trying to um make sure that you know these kids understand these kind of pranks are not okay in real Mm -hmm. life like it's not okay to do this type of thing but at the same time it's also very invalidating and yeah I, i think that makes me really upset because these poor kids i believe they did see something and no one believed them and they were treated like liars and that can be very painful yeah so that irritates me personally <laughs> to I'm be very fair to the teachers <laughs> to be yeah. fair to the teachers because yeah, i've whatever. taught children <laughs> <laughs> i just want to say one once you lose control of a group of kids it's hard to rein it back in yeah so no, i understand I why I they were panicked <laughs> about a potential just, yeah. collective yeah. hysteria <laughs> you know that's true they were just trying to gain some control back over the situation yeah, and probably just calm them jobs. down <laughs> exactly yeah, they're exactly pro- yeah it's, it's like okay it's easy for kids to get worked uh, to work each other up whether yeah. something is real or not you yeah. know what i mean so and no one wants to see a kid scared yeah you know? of course like Kids are fainting. Everybody was scared, I'm sure. Kids, adults, you know, what is going on? We got to rein this fuck in. We got to rein this shit in. Yeah, but clearly they took a, they had to take a hard stance to do so, I guess. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, none of the teachers saw it, though. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was just the kids. And so, you know, with our understanding of kids have vivid imaginations and like they're very fun <laughs> I guess in that result. you know they, they they're very playful they're creative they're creative uh, uh, I can understand why they reacted that way yeah um but guess what this what? is not the only place in the world where this has happened what do you mean yeah. <laughs> uh it's happened in a few other places one of the most famous ones even though it's a lot of people don't even know about it is Westwell Australia I don't know about this okay at approximate uh and I took this from uh, Wikipedia so according <coughs> to Wikipedia at approximately 11 a.m on Wednesday April 6 1966 students and a teacher from Westwall High School reported seeing a flying object described as a gray or silvery green saucer shaped craft with a slight purple hue and about twice the size of a family car According to the students, the object was descending, overflew the high school. So this is high school, not elementary, like Ariel. Okay. And disappeared behind a stand of trees. Approximately 20 minutes later, the object reportedly reappeared, climbed at speed at a, at a very high speed, and departed towards the northwest. Some accounts describe the object as being pursued by five unidentified aircraft. Interesting. Yes, and... um. We can do like a whole other episode on, <laughs> um, on this, but a lot of the people um, in, this, in this incident felt threatened by the government afterwards to keep it quiet. Ooh, I like, I mean, I don't like that they were threatened by I the government like that if either. that's what happened, but, but that's very interesting. <laughs> right. Okay. And then it happened also 
in a place called Broadhaven, Wales, UK, United Kingdom, at Broadhaven Primary School. 40 years ago, a class of pupils spotted a UFO in a field near their playground. And I didn't research too much about that one, but it was a pretty big deal. It's very similar to what happened with Westwell in Australia. And a lot of these stories seem to describe the crafts in a very similar way and the beans also in a very similar way. So we can, you know, if you guys want to hear more about that, we can go in, into it into another episode. Yeah, let us let know. Us know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess that leads me to wonder why why are, you know, if these are extraterrestrials after all, mm-hmm. or even just government officials, if we're going down that path of conspiracy, what do they want? <laughs> why schools? Why young children right one maybe could if 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 we're going into the extraterrestrial rabbit hole um maybe if they've been studying us for a while they know that we don't fucking trust children we don't like kids because they're always talking about (laughs) stupid shit it's boring and it's weird and they're making stuff up all the time and they're like this is the fucking spot we need to change a tire or whatever spacecrafts have (laughs) and we're gonna stop right fucking here because we know nobody's going to fucking believe them because they're dumb little babies (laughs) maybe (laughs) that's the most unique (laughs) that's like boss bitch energy from the extraterrestrials like oh my god we got to restart our computer system oh my god yeah we just got to touch down okay thank god it's a school oh thank okay, god they're not gonna believe perfect oh my god. Yeah. but why would they come out and stand outside the craft that is a good question just that to be like you know what Might i, as well I guess just... you don't know much about spacecraft maintenance no or maybe they're out there because they're like you know what no one's gonna believe him anyway i feel i need to feel seen right now <laughs> somebody needs to see me so we kind of discussed that it could be, you know, the possibility of it being a hoax from the children mm-hmm. and how, or, you know, like a child's prank. I, but, you know, personally, I just don't think it's very likely. It seems hard to coordinate, especially mm-hmm. considering there's always a little snitch in class. There's always the one you're trying <laughs> to have fun yes. with your friends. And there's always one little goody two shoes snitch who's like teacher um i hate to break it to you but everyone's bad except for me and they're all lying because like it's a powerful spot to be in to be able to like let the teacher know what the fuck is up you know so that's true and to keep the same story for years and years and years and years yeah and i mean again there's i i would just say that there's very little reason for an adult to continue the bit as an adult I mean, one could maybe make the argument like they've been called liars or whatever and they really just don't like to be called a liar so they're committed to it for that reason. But it's like path of least resistance is just being like, okay, guys, you're right. Like, it was a prank. And that's not what they're saying. Exactly. So something happened. I don't. And again, I don't know what I don't know what the fuck they saw. If they fucking saw something, who knows? But I think they they encountered something. That so, seems clear. The next theory would be mass hysteria. Mm-hmm. Do you um, have that definition off the top of your head? <laughs> do or do you do you know definition? what it is? Yeah, or like, do you have a good idea of what it actually is, or how it works? I mean, because I, I didn't I can explain it. I mean, yeah, a lot just... of people claim to know, but I don't think most people know. Um, yeah. So. According to my favorite resource, Wikipedia, in, so- <laughs> in sociology and psychology, mass hysteria is a phenomena, none, phenomenon <laughs> that transmits collective illusions of threats, whether real or imaginary, through a population mm-hmm. and society as a result of rumors and fear. In medicine, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> in medicine, the term is used to describe the spontaneous manifestation or production of chemicals in the body of the same or similar hysterical physical symptoms by more than one person. So 
an example of mass hysteria would be like the witch trials mm-hmm. right um or the dancing plague which was like this thing I, back in 1518 okay so back that sounds in fun 1518 um I, I cannot pronounce this al alsas it was the holy roman empire okay, okay. it was part of that um, just to save my own ass from mutilating that word um <laughs> look it up if you want to know where it is yeah strasbourg um something part of the holy roman empire at the time in 1518 where um a bunch of people just started dancing uncontrollably for days and claimed that they could not stop dancing and they got really sick and fucked up <laughs> from doing that oh and my um, god yeah this is what happens when you don't have the internet and you're just bored as fuck but you know that like spread to different individuals and um who kind of felt like oh my god this you know there's something about it that works with the chemicals in your body to make you think like to make you almost convinced that you have this thing and these symptoms kind of pop up but it's psychological really yeah yeah so a lot of these examples of mass hysteria seem to be very symptomatic and it seems like there has to be a few things that take place in order to build up to that and so to me it sounds more like, as it said, rumors and um, kind of getting excitable about something and then kind of, you know, like confirmation bias, like seeing it in things, seeing it in places and then kind of convincing yourself because, you know, the human brain, we can really convince mm-hmm. ourselves of stuff. Oh yeah. But to me, in a lot of these things, it takes some time. It takes some effort to do that. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this seems a bit sudden. Yes, um, it was. This thing lasted for a few minutes. It, there there wouldn't have been enough time for you know rumors to spread within a few minutes you know all these kids noticed something or saw like a group of people looking at something and were like what is that and just looked over and they all saw very similar things they didn't have to convince each other of what they were seeing they just looked and saw it so to me that doesn't sound like mass hysteria yeah especially because the symptom there weren't really symptoms except for maybe that kid fainting fainting but not all the kids fainted it would have to be the same thing yeah 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 no so to me it doesn't line up with mass hysteria although we should do an episode on mass hysteria because there's some crazy paranormal stuff with mass hysteria cases and i'd be so happy to go into that that. would be fun yeah audience let us know (laughs) (laughs) hey you let us know (laughs) If you want to hear an episode on that, because it's very interesting stuff. Yes. Okay. And then the next con- uh, the next theory was the government cover-up conspiracy. Like, it's not, it wasn't actual oh. extraterrestrials. It was human beings dressed up in a suit, testing out new technology, and not wanting people to know that it was us or, like, some other country. It's easier for people to believe and think you know aliens or not believe but to think that that's crazy and not to believe it mm-hmm. so is it just some other country or our own countries doing that so they keep their weapons or their new technology under wraps interesting you know? interesting to me honestly i think it could be both both of which it could be some of it could be aliens some of it could be fucking mm. government people because honestly mm. i mean who really trusts the government i'm sorry yeah. but See, who it's, does? it's hard it's hard because of course i harbor distrust for the government um and obviously secrets are kept um within the government i also do think that <laughs> most governments are um what's the word um extremely incompetent so that's when i sometimes have to like check myself and be like how competent do we think the government is that's true like they're sneaky they're <laughs> yeah, sneaky like, af how, but how are sneaky? they smart enough to pull yeah. something like that <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so it's like it, it's it's hard to know um yeah the um extent 
extent of the sneakiness and the extent of the technology and the extent of the incompetence. I bet, I bet everyone in the government's like, kids are so fucking dumb, dude. Like, we're, dude, we're gonna fucking dress up like aliens, brother. We're gonna fucking land near the school. Nobody's gonna believe them. Hey guys, want to traumatize some kids today? <laughs> yeah, dude. let's do it. Yeah, I was bored anyway. Yeah, and that's how they talk over there in the military. Exactly. Oh my god, you yeah. guys. That's interesting, though. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm sure I feel like my boyfriend, Matt, would have a lot to say about. What do you think Matt would say? That's why I'm not sure. I'm almost tempted to just, like, yell at him to be like, hey. That'd be great. Okay, let me see if I'll Surprise interview with Matt. Are you going to text him? Yeah, we can just have him interject, and I'll cut it out if it's stupid. Yeah, this whole episode that you didn't hear what do you think about it <laughs> As, <laughs> that you know i know that about? i know that he's talked about the government angle he reads like all those documents and stuff and he's like hella mm. on reddit so he's got the facts oh i'm ready we may need I, matt matt may I? he can't hear me but you know what i feel like my energy is getting to matt definitely hey, you're matt. manifesting him law of attraction <sighs> oh yeah i can't try too hard <sighs> I would like Matt to come into this room, into and her so room. And so it is. And so it is. So we can interview him. Oh, my God. Asking you shall receive. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's up? So can you come talking to the microphone? We're talking about the, um, the school in Zambia, 1994, mm-hmm. the sighting of the, the UFO. school. He knows the name. It's, Zim- it's Zimbabwe. Yeah. Zimbabwe. I'm sorry. Zimbabwe. Um, yeah. I thought they meant Zimbabwe, South Africa, Zambia, mm. bordering also. I don't know. That's correct. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so one of the theories, of course, is government testing stuff out mm-hmm. or whatever. And so my question, I feel like you've talked to me about this before. And but I can't remember anything that you've said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, nice. So, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that sort of theory of like it's government testing stuff and maybe they're they're like, oh, the public will maybe interpret it as aliens and nobody will believe them that mm. Do you have a take on this, sort of? Yeah, sort of. Or move the I, mic. I guess I have um, <laughs> Hello, a couple of thoughts on it. So one, I mean, I think it's possible in certain cases. Uh, there's this thing called, like, um, infras- infrasonics, which are, like, sounds that are too low in frequency for people to hear. And mm-hmm. they've, like, they're known to be able to cause certain effects in people that are very similar to some UFO, like abduction cases, like disorientation, possibly. I I don't remember all of them, but (laughs) yeah, um, being disoriented or nightmares, maybe nightmares. I think (laughs) (laughs) like hallucination, maybe, maybe the feeling of kind of like paralysis that some people feel like they can't move. Time, time freezing. Possibly time freezing as well. Yes. Um, So that's, I think that's certainly possible that government has tested that kind of stuff on people i mean the government has tested things on people in the past that we uh at the time didn't know they were doing yeah so that's i guess that's my my main thought on that i don't personally necessarily think every single case is a a case of the government testing something but i do think it's possible i guess to answer your question what are your general thoughts on this specific case? Do you have any thoughts? On the aerial school? Yes. Um, I am inclined to believe or inclined to think that the kids did experience something. Me too. <laughs> me three. <laughs> you can't hear me. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't see why it would necessarily be government testing something also because like like i said with the infrasound a lot of the stuff with that is usually like more of the uh feeling like you can't move and all of these kinds of things that people have experienced before in certain like abduction situations and this is more like children saw stuff the other thing i think i think that they did see something i think the harvard psychologist that went and interviewed all the kids i think some of the ways that he went about it 
I think some of his questions were not necessarily leading, but he definitely, I think, was a little biased in the way he approached them, which kind of taints some of the the results maybe. But I do think they experienced something, and I think it's possible they saw things, entities, I don't know. I mean, they, they all sort of described the same thing, which is what's really weird, you know, and they all sort of drew stuff that was pretty much the same. So, yeah. Exactly. Thank you so much. That was amazing. She says, thank you. That was amazing. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Mm-hmm. So sweet. <laughs> so that was that is interesting about the ultrasonics, whatever. But it, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's necessarily mm-hmm. relevant to this specific. Case. I like that he brought that up because um, a lot of these abductions that could possibly be our own government or um, you know these encounters that could possibly be government seem to have uh what did he say in in yeah, what was that what's the noise he said it's called infrasonics infrasonics god i can't even remember what he said he was just i think hearing. that's correct um, <laughs> uh that they seem to have similar uh symptoms like physical symptoms and mm-hmm. so since we're not seeing too much of that in this case i'm inclined to agree that it's probably not government yeah you know even if it if that stuff exists out there i don't think this one has anything to do with that yeah so it it would be a very strange case if it were government really yeah it's just it's hard to fathom Mm -hmm. and it seems like a lot of these ufos that the government is releasing you know the footage of they seem to be Mm. more less crafty and more like droney mm-hmm you know, in my humble opinion, or like they, <laughs> they've been talking about, um, triangles, like seeing triangles yeah, in the sky yeah. and, uh, a project that was apparently scrapped by the United States of America was this craft called TR-3A Black Manta. And it just looks like a black triangle in the sky, pretty much. Um, let me send this over to you so you can take a look. It's just a Google image search. Hell Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh is this just like a, a fake image or is this like so the existence of these are denied okay right um it's like okay. this is what it might look like assuming that it's actually real and not just speculation right and so this is the picture i want you to focus on oh this is different yeah over like a skyline yeah, the green picture. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the kind of the triangular. fidget spinner. Right, the fidget spinner. It <laughs> Um <laughs> that's the one that they're claiming to be seen, but it really lines up with <laughs> with a black manta, right? Or mm-hmm. some type or some type of US thinking that was happening at some point. Um that they deny exists. So are the are the US just like fucking with us, you know? Like mm. To me, my point was, if this was a U.S. craft, at least, I, I you know, I don't know about Russia or China or any other country, but if it was a U.S. one, I would think their more, theirs would be more triangular rather than mm. this um, cigar-shaped thing yeah. with, like, a flat bottom and s- slanted sides. That's what it seems to me. Um, that's one of the reasons why I don't think that this is government. There are some reports that some of the children saw like blacked scorched earth where oh. the uh, where the thing was, where it took off from. And it's really strange because I believe it was Broadhaven, maybe even Australia as well, West Wall, I'm not really sure. But they also reported seeing scorched earth where it was. Who reported? The kids or... I believe Anybody it was the teacher. Else. The te- okay, because that's because it's like you'd think somebody w- would maybe investigate the area, see if anything yeah. seems amiss. No, in Westwall and Broadhaven, the teachers actually witnessed the events. Oh, in, yeah. So in, uh, we can go into it in another episode because <laughs> yeah. um, I need to do more research on it as well. But I do know that I'm pretty darn sure. And you know, if I'm incorrect, you know, please somebody reach out. At, I'm willing to be wrong, but just based on what I've read and seen, 
that is that seems to be true it's interesting that this case is the most well documented but i don't think any adults saw what the kids saw in this case but the fact that across these school sightings the crafts seem very similar in description but it's very interesting Uh, one thing i did want to mention is that sometimes people believe that with ufo sightings there's usually radiation left around the area like with um i don't know if you've ever heard of travis walton and his famous abduction okay he's very interesting um have you ever seen that movie fire in the sky maybe okay so that (laughs) one's based on travis and uh, there was apparently a lot of radiation found in the area but Mm. with this case in aerial school they did take I believe it's called a Geiger counter or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so they took one out there and didn't pick up any ra- radiation. Oh, bummer. So that, yeah, I know, that would have been interesting, <laughs> huh? But um, but they didn't, so. I mean, radiation can be caused by all sorts of things. Right, um, but higher levels of it in, you know, in a concentrated area where it shouldn't, there's no reason, yeah. no obvious reason for it to yeah. be, uh, that would be interesting, but. Yeah. Th- um, I will say the Geiger counter that they did use, the, the detector, was homemade. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, one of the people on the team made that made that detector. So, you know, maybe there could have been something off and there was radiation mm-hmm. in the area. I don't know. But yeah, um, I think to conclude, you know, personally, I don't think this was government. I don't think it was kids making it up. Um, I definitely don't think it was mass hysteria. I do believe that the kids saw something. I don't know what exactly it was, but I don't know. Is it crazy to say that I think it was most likely extraterrestrial? I think it was, personally. There are certainly crazier things you could say, (laughs) I think. What do you think? (laughs) I... Hmm. I I didn't think I was going to feel this way. But you know, because I'm ready to I'm ready to doubt children anytime they <laughs> say anything to me. <laughs> but <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um I oh. I can't help but feel like they saw something. I don't know what Part of the reason why I have some difficulties with UFO stories or abduction stories is the fact that we can't escape the reality that in popular culture, we do have imagery of gray aliens, flying saucers, whatever. It's bothersome. I wish that weren't the case, (laughs) but I always kind of have to consider that when I hear these stories and when I see that being duplicated i mean chicken and the egg maybe (laughs) maybe we see that all the time because it's real af i don't know but that's why i'm not explicitly saying like i think they saw aliens i think they saw a spacecraft i think they saw something i could never conclusively say what obviously do i want it to be aliens Obviously, I fucking want it to be aliens because yeah, I want to be one of those children at the school and I want to have seen the alien. Okay, I deserve to have seen an alien, <laughs> but that's not my reality. And so if I don't get to have it, nobody gets to have it. And that's why I will not say conclusively that they saw aliens. I think it's possible. Wow. Jealous B <laughs> energy. Jealous bitch right here. Well, I mean, also, did, would you actually have wanted to see it, though, like to live with that? knowledge of you know like and i don't know just people not believing you feeling Fuck like you yeah, can dude. never talk about it you don't yeah, <laughs> that's fine i don't care i oh want first goodness. contact i don't give a shit i'll do i'll do anything anything you guys fucking want aliens aliens if you're listening anything you want i will do it um <laughs> but well, I, well, I not anything <laughs> wait, you wait. don't know you don't wait. know julianne's losing it hold on hold on hold on not anything <laughs> okay fine whatever not anything i am i'm not in the camp of thinking it's most likely kids working themselves up that's where i started that's not where i've ended up um nice 
I think they saw something. I don't know what, but aliens is within the possibility, I believe. The realm of possibility. Yeah, I think that's a very balanced um, <laughs> viewpoint. Balanced. And I think I'm right there with you. I think I'm just more like rip the band-aid off i'm pretty sure it's fucking aliens you know like for me i'm yeah, just like come I mean, on you know sometimes if you're it's taking like the evidence of face, if you take the evidence of face value it's hard to imagine it being anything else so i yeah i feel that you writing an email what are you doing no i'm <laughs> making sure i just pronounce that right my point was i think it's it's a possible case of occam's razor mm, what's that it's Pretty much like the simplest uh, uh, explanation sorry, <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that. I think that's a, a very um, valid um, principle yes. or whatever you want to philosophy. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just not my opinion on that. Yeah. But fair enough. You know, we're going to leave it up to you guys to <laughs> <laughs> to um, come to your own conclusion mm-hmm. on that. But what an interesting set of events, right? Um, Very interesting. And to think that most people don't even know about this event and that it happened and that this thing was all over the news and people came and interviewed these children. That is just yeah. too bizarre. That's just too bizarre. And so I guess that's it. We talked about amazing the theories. We talked about what happened. And that was episode one. I loved it. I loved it because I've never heard this one before. I've heard of it. I've not actually heard any of the details. I don't know why. So thank you for sharing this with me. And it's so easy just to discount. But to like, again, I know we mentioned this earlier, but just seeing the kids talking mm-hmm. about it, seeing the, the footage and like their body language, the expressions on their faces, like the tone yeah. of their voice, it doesn't sound like they're lying to me. So... Next episode is going to be Julianne's episode. That's true. Yeah. I can't even remember. Good. (laughs) Mine is a story. I think I consider it a popular story. I think a lot of people do know about it. Maybe I'm wrong. The people who know it love it. I, I was shocked but delighted that you don't know it and I can't wait to share it with you because it's very interesting I'm so excited (laughs) and also guys in our introduction episode we mentioned that we're going to have an interview at the end of the season which we still are Correct. Um, but we are currently working on another interview for this season as well maybe towards like the middle or something so that's really exciting I'm pretty sure that's happening but keep listening we're really (laughs) excited to keep going with this and we really appreciate you listening today yes and please again if you have a story that you want to share you want the people to know Mm -hmm. email us and i'm scared but i like it at gmail.com let us know it can be anonymous that's fine let us know what your pronouns are let us know what you want us to say and we'll say it we will we will or you could also message us on instagram or facebook true true also, please follow us there because we are the only people following us right now. And we would <laughs> love to start having some convos, you know, have like a little community going. Yes, please. That would just be such a, a dream. I don't know. I guess. Is that it? I think are that's it. Is there, I, I think that's it. Yeah. Until next time, guys. Stay scared and stay liking it. Yeah, we got to come up with like a a closing (laughs) statement, don't we? um, We hope you're scared and we hoped you liked it. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Okay, let's close with that. Until next time, guys. What did I say? (laughs) Uh, We we hope you're scared and we hope you liked it. Okay, okay. Okay. Until next time, guys. We hope you're scared and we hope you liked it. Bye. Peace out, bitches. I'll cut that out. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye.